Hey folks, quick pre-programming announcement. Thanks for listening in to our setup episodes for the Ether Sea. We're playing The Quiet Year, a game by Avery Alder that's all about map making and making wild choices to help build a community. Uh, you can find a link to where you can find and purchase and learn more about the game uh, on the episode description. And uh, also, if you want to follow along visually, we are uploading all the maps uh, at the end of each of these sessions at bit.ly slash maps. And I think you need to capitalize ethercy and maps in order for that link to work, because that's how Bitly works. Uh, we heard some folks say they were having some trouble following along sort of visually. Uh, and if you you know need a little help with that, go to that link. Uh, I also think that if you go to our Twitter page, we will be uh, uploading those maps uh, alongside the episodes there as well. Uh, that's it. Uh, here's the episode. Today's lesson, the intolerable cost of opportunity. The divine invitation that brought together our ragtag group from the four corners of the world, it provided comfort and hope, but regrettably, it provided few specifics beyond its two simple couplets. Indeed, those early days of spring gave rise to more questions than logistical solutions, more mysteries than actionable intelligence. And yes, our frustration mounted with each unexplained anomaly, the treacherous cavern, the staircase in the sea, the vanishing of the highlands above our heads and subsequent arrival of the Einar spirits. The time we spent learning the truth behind these phenomena was time we'd rather have spent developing the methods behind our prophesied exodus. By summer, though, we would mourn the loss of that innocence. As those truths were discovered, so too were the opportunities they enabled. As spring drew to a close, the backbone of our modern society began to coalesce around those opportunities and those bold enough to seize them. And so begins the entrance of our founders' names into the annals of history. Names like the cartographer Phineas Call, the rebellious architect, the Boyar Hermine, and of course the ruggedly handsome, intrepid creator of the educational apparatus to which you are currently attuned. And yet those opportunities were, sadly, not only capitalized upon by the best of us. One cannot help but envision the utopia we might have built were it not for the unavoidable division that was sown from within and without our ranks. In those times of regret, I lean upon the wisdom of the benevolent teachings. The past cannot be changed, but with steadfast determination, it can be harnessed. This map, y'all. This map yeah. is a. This map's a hoot. Can you We've remind had... me, Griffin, which projects we have ongoing? Um. Yes. Just from a. This is probably a good catch up because we due to scheduling issues. It's been like a month since the first episode. Uh, it we. It happens. You know. Um. 
we have a few projects still on the map. I guess big things on the map right now. Uh, the Trash Geyser is, everybody's talking about the Trash Geyser. Everybody's yeah. psyched about that. Uh, we have uh, the Shit Houses, uh, which uh, Dad created a project to kind of run inventory on the components making it up to maybe create some weapons that we can use in the water, um, specifically Wait. against the Blink Sharks what? that are out there. Um, okay, okay. Is that? I mean, is that not what that project I, I was? Didn't, I didn't intend for it to be specific to make weapons. I, oh, okay. I thought it was to like for construction or or barriers or or okay. I mean, defense obviously weapons would be part of it, but sure. Um, we got the shipyard. It's a big one. Juice through that. A very impressive looking shipyard, might I say? Thank you. I felt uh, good about it. You know, thanks yeah. for recognizing that. Uh, we good. got five weeks left on that one, though. Uh, and then there's a project to investigate the cave down here at the bottom that nobody can seem to go into. And a friendly um, little ghost on there. And a, at the end of last week's episode, the big sort of world event, uh, of which I have several planned for this game, uh, was the disappearance of the Einar Plateau. Uh, and some of the sort of residual consciousness energy has started to cross back over uh, into our side, and the camp is sort of haunted by these okay. these these spirits. So that is a new thing to kind of think about and contend with. Um, let's keep going. We're in. We're still in spring, uh, and it's back to the top of the order. So I'm going to draw a card and see what we get. Uh, Ace of Spring. What the group? Ace of Spring. Are you going to do that? You can do that. Every, we will get to Ace of Spades eventually. Yeah. And then you could just sing the song. Yeah. Just sit on that. Uh, what group has the highest status in the community? What must people do to gain inclusion in this group? Or are there distinct family units in the community? If so, what family structures are common? I don't even know how to begin answering that second one. Uh, answer the first one. Yeah, I think I'm going to have to answer the first one. What group has the highest status in the community? What must people do? Big to dogs. Inclusion? There's the big dog society. I think the people who have the highest status in the community right now are the sort of resource collectors, mm -hmm. like the people whose job it is to, um, to you know, actually go out there and get the things that we all need to to make this city, uh, specifically this magic ore. I think like the people who who go down there like can do favors for other people. You know, you got the hookup on that good magic ore. Uh, let me let, let me get at that, uh, and I'll make sure that your kids get into the good preschool or whatever. Um, I think I think those people are probably the most highly sought after. In fact, that there's it, what you have to do to uh, gain entry into that i think you have to be sort of chosen or else everybody's going to go out and collect stuff and that'll be bad for the sort of unity of the entire project if everybody's Griffin, just hoarding as, their own stuff as an extension of that does that mean that the resources are being guarded so that people can't just go out and start picking stuff up um yeah that's probably a good way of thinking about it guarded is sort of uh i don't know I, I don't think there's anything necessarily sinister about how they're being guarded, uh, but it's 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 more uh, we have so much work to do and we can't like get distracted by vanity projects. That, okay, so know, it's being managed in a somewhat restrictive way. Yeah. Um, so I'll draw a little person collecting this ore, and that person's going to look like super cool. Okay. Um, and we'll do that real quick. This is just a. Quick little uh, magenta person. 
And they're getting. I know that Quiet Year um, discourages labeling, but I also bet Quiet Year discourages you taking a month off in between drawing the thing because this is utterly screwed up. I know everything that's on this map. What are you talking about, Justin? There's a jungle gym up by the river. Yeah. There's a gaping asshole that's shooting (laughs) out diarrhea. There's a giant pube down in the (laughs) The bottom left hand. Giant pube. Appears to be a, okay, near the pier. Is that a big donut? What is that? That's the bathosphere that washed up on the shore. right, 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 right. Got it. I also was thinking big (laughs) inner tube. We're gonna do some tubing later. Uh, just so you all, I guess, know, these are the tide pools with the magic stuff up here. That's the bathosphere, the uh, magical spring. This is the ore. This is the calm patch of water, and that's the spiral staircase. I moved those over from the from yeah. the water. Oh, uh, okay. All right. Okay, uh, Dad, your project to run inventory on the shithouses has completed. What is, uh, what do, I believe it was the Delmer that were sort of, uh, doing said cataloging. What what sort of meaningful conclusion did they come to? Um, that um material not not the outside of the ha- the buildings, not the outside of the of them, but some things like the framing and uh, the the basic structure of them could be used. Uh, it, it would hold up well underwater. That could be used for things like. Um, dwellings, uh, or at least the the framework of of dwellings, to be used in like the, whatever the the basics of it, the, the skeleton on which to put the the rest of the body. But that for the, for the most part, none of the other stuff is going to last. This stuff, the crappy old driftwood shingles, and you know the the planks and everything else. None of, none of that is gonna is gonna serve in good stead. Maybe to be used in things like. Ship construction, maybe? Yeah. Um, okay, I, th- I, th- I think maybe then the practical thing for us then is when it comes time to tear down this this project, maybe we give another project like a turbo boost to right, like okay. represent that this this work that was done was, was meaningful, uh, that when we don't need this house anymore, we can, you know, cash it in to, you know, have all of these resources that we, we know how to spend. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Um... And I get to either uh, discover something, start a project, or hold a discussion. I'm going to start a project to figure out how to sort of communicate with the the Einar spirits. Um, and I don't know. I mean, this world is very sort of magic-y, so I don't know, like, how how long that would take. I don't know that, like, divination like this is something that folks are like particularly experienced in yeah is this the first time any kind of like spirit has ever been present in this world um i'm gonna say i'm gonna say yes i think this is weird shit i don't think that this would be uh i don't think that this is something that the well i drew a speech bubble next to my ghost but the speech bubble just kind of looks like a big ghost considering that's what the other one looks like anyway uh i'm gonna say this takes this is gonna take a whole month oh okay uh, and that is it for my turn. Uh, next up is Travis. Okay. The card. Can you flip a card for me? Yes, the Nine please. of Spring. A charismatic young girl convinces many to help her with an elaborate scheme. What is it? Who joins the endeavors? Start a project to reflect. Or a charismatic young girl tries to tempt many into sinful or dangerous activity. Why does she do this? How does the community respond? Um... Yeah, you know what? I'm going to say a charismatic young girl convinces 
some young Delmers to attempt to take some resources. Uh oh. For for uh their own project. Uh, because uh, her her justification is that this is moving too slowly. The Delmers know how to get stuff done. They don't need the approval of the rest of the council. Uh, so they are going to, uh, under the cover of night, take some of the resources to fix the bathosphere. Okay. Um, take the resources from where? Like, where are they? What are they taking the resources like? Uh, from the shipyard. Okay. Uh, then I don't think the shipyard clocks down this week. I think it's going to stay at, at, at four. Um, and then, I mean, do you want to do you want to make this a project? I, oh, that's what you do. Okay, yeah, you start yeah, a yeah. Project start a project to reflect. reflect. So I'm going to say that that is a a uh, what do you think? Two week project? I mean, it's just fixing the bathosphere. Yeah, but we kind of talked about how like nobody alive today really knows how to use this thing. Okay, um, I'm going to say three then because okay. I think that that incorporates the time to take the re- to squirrel the resources away. So that's one week. Okay. And then two weeks to like figure it out and patch it up. Cool. No, I like it. I like having lots of lots of juicy projects. Uh so the shipyard's not gonna count down this week. Um nor does the project that Travis just started. Uh the world clock. The cave does though. Yeah, the cave is finished. Uh I had an idea actually for what the cave is, uh, that I'm kind of excited about. Uh they finally, the the cave, the project there was that uh, some hominine sort of scholars were trying to get inside. Um, and they finally do, once they realize sort of the, the nature of what was keeping them out, uh, was just like a taboo uh, that, that was just built into their like DNA. Uh, and when they go inside the cave and explore, they realize exactly what it was. Uh, this cave is not a cave, it is a skull. Uh, and what they realize is there is uh, an old sort of Einar uh, fable, uh, like, a, like an ancient underdog story uh, about this, this one vestige that just went around just killing other vestiges. That was like its whole lot in life was it was just this war vestige. And in this fable, uh, a little girl tricks the, uh, the this warring vestige to fall off of the Einar Plateau and shatter uh, when it hits the ground below. And what they discover is that that is not a fictional story at all. And in fact, uh, this skull and the pieces of magic ore spread all around the beach are the body of this dead vestige. Okay. Uh, that is that is why it is so sort of susceptible to magic and so sort of... The, the ore is so good because it is like god body, essentially. Uh, mm, stand god body. Yeah. What that also means, though, I... Th- uh, I'm going to move magic ore over to scarcity, right? Because like now we know what it is. And we found oh, some by digging into the pebbles, but like it's the body of a vestige, so there's it's not, not like naturally occurring. We're not going to find more of it. No, no. And I think that the, it, the demand for this magic ore is going to get even hotter now because yeah. p- people know that there's a limit to it. And yeah, uh, that is what I'll try to think of a name of for this dead vestige because I think that'd probably be good to have. 
okay. Uh, so this this is the when you talk about the ore, that's the the, the little chunks on the uh, the prestige the, salt. No, prestige yeah. salt's its own thing. That's like salt that has dried out of the salt water that is just concentrated magic. Right. Yeah. Okay. okay got it. Uh, that is what I was trying to figure out. Yes. It's yeah. A different thing. The it ore is, is what we found that is like easily susceptible to magic, uh, and like when it's heated, is very flexible, and when it cools, is like very formidable. It's one might say the ideal uh, if you were trying to build something underwater. Yes. Um, I am going to start a project. Okay. Uh, to send a small expedition, like three people, to go check out uh, this this magical pool that we've sighted from the shipyard and everything. And you know the the uh, uh, hominine folks are like that seems magic to me. So we're gonna go check it out. Okay. Uh, oh, oh no, too big. Hey, here's some some people going to study it. Uh, one of them has a gigantic head. Um, and I'm gonna say yeah, it's not a hard. It's just observation, just two weeks. Okay. Uh, I will. I can add the number. So what's happening over there? Those people this are is the light blue. Yeah, that is a. Those are big boys, Trav. I hope you realize. I I, I don't know. I know how we don't. Like... I know we don't have to do things to scale, but your boys are bigger than the shipyard, <laughs> and that seems fucking wild. I'm sorry, me. we can't erase them. I can redo them. You can't erase them. They should. Are they helping with the shipyard? Because they're so big. <laughs> I'm sorry. They should be helping with the shipyard. Make it in an afternoon. I don't know how to erase them either. I'm so sorry. You can try making them bigger. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, here's what I can do, Trev. We can manually shrink them down. Yeah, think. Do that. Yeah. And what are they doing besides hulking over the environment? No, they're going to investigate that that pool of water. Okay. Uh, that is it for Travis's turn. Uh, Dad. Uh, three of spring. Someone new arrives. Who or two of the community's younger members get into a fight? What provoked them? Um, I think somebody new arrives um, from the uh, archipelago. I know it's archipelago. That's okay, fine. I was going to say something, Dad. Um, some, That's not they, like a word we made up for this game. I was going to say something like that, you know? They are uh, a, a, an oceanographer who studies, uh, like, not necessarily marine biology or anything like that, but like the the oceans themselves, the ocean floor. Um, an oceanographer? Is that a thing? Yeah. yeah. Is that Okay, an oceanographer? I don't know if that's a thing. <laughs> that was a thing. That was what Jacques Cousteau was. I think. Oh, Does that feel right, Dad? It's Jacques Cousteau. That's, that's, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, that's well, not it can't, easy. hold on. It can't well, be. I will spell it different. Oh, okay, no, it's, yeah. It's an Jack oceanographer. Cousty. They are, I mean, and being from the Southern Archipelago, they are more familiar. I mean, they have had more exposure to the water and life in the water. And so he's, he, he arrives at the build site ready to uh, contribute whatever, whatever he can. And I think, uh, and is this where I come up with a project? Uh, no, it doesn't. It's specific. It doesn't ask you to start a project here. So you would start okay. the project later on. You would just draw uh, on the map, probably this Did person's Did he come ship. here purposefully looking to help these people? Yeah, I'm, I, I have a lot of questions, actually, before maybe we move on from anything else. Because I think a person who is braving these oceans right now and is dedicated to, like, studying the ocean floor is going to be a fairly, like bonkers individual 
who what's like his name? If, if what's his name, Dad? Who is he? Uh, his uh, name is uh, Phineas, except Phineas. it's spelled with an F. Uh-huh. Oh, that's how you know it's weird. Yeah, uh, F- Phineas uh, Phineas Call. Phineas Call. Call C A L L C A W L. Okay. Hey, Dad. I was ready for you to give like a silly name, but that was a really cool name. That is. That is. In fact, we're not a lot. We're not supposed to make characters in the Quiet Year, but that one's so good. I'm. I think he's got to be there. Yeah. Call of the. Hey, listen. Check this out. Call. Call of the Sea. Ooh. Well, there kind of already was a call from the sea. So the. Hey, Griffin. Shut up. (laughs) Yeah, it's called parallelism. It's called what? (laughs) Parallelism. <laughs> parallelism. Okay. It's parallelism. Read a book. Uh, uh, wait, a minute, my, my, wait a minute. I'm, I've got to do my. He's got to draw a bad picture of him. Yeah. Don't I'm make him too big or you'll never hear the end of it. I'll just shrink him down again. Remember, iconography is uh, idolatry and therefore sinful. So don't make him too human like. And don't make him a giant. I see one stubby arm looking good so that far. That could be back. a leg. That could be a leg. Oh, nah, okay, two. that's two legs. That's two. Or that could be torso and one arm. Oh, Phineas Call, that great hero of the Atari 2600. That's just oh, what is that? It's a fin. It's just a logo. Just a represents oh, Phineas Call. It's a circle with a looking, fin. I'm already looking ahead to branding, boys. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that's fine. Pin of the month. <laughs> Uh, he okay. kind of looks like a fortune cookie. Is that what you're going for? No, I'm thinking. Well, wait here. I can do this. It looks like a circle with a fin in the middle. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. I have named the dead vestige. It's, it's Coda, uh, and all of the or uh, people start calling Codite because Codite. Of, okay. okay. All right. Do I need to put? I, I don't put a number. Right. No. Next to Phineas. But it's just. It's just there. Yep. Yep. Okay. Uh, and project clocks. Uh, the exploration of the wa- the uh, spring goes to one. Shipyards at three. Bathospheres at two. Talking to ghosts is at two. Uh, world clock drops to five. This is talking to ghosts with Griffin McElroy. Yeah. All right, Dad. Now you can discover something, start a project, or hold a discussion. I, I think I want to start a project. I, I think I want Phineas to map out. The area uh, at the bottom of the ocean to try to give them some kind of reference as to where to at least begin this community that they're going to build. Uh, okay, two quick questions then. Did Phineas hear the, the like, no pun of his last name intended, like, that that voice, that call from the ocean? Is that what brought Phineas? Because otherwise, I, I worry about the sort of uh, coincidental nature of... Here's a, here's the oceanographer that can show you where to build your city underwater. Unless this person, you know, it, it is on a sort of divine uh, well, fate. Well, are there not people? Are there not people at the build site from the Southern Archipelago? Oh, abso- absolutely, yeah, yeah, but- there are. But this person just showed up, so I guess why? Griffin, they- can I ask you a clarification question then for the world? Yeah. Right. So it's been a couple of weeks. We're like. At this point, 10 weeks into this, right? Yeah. So do people throughout the world know that there was this section of people that was called to this area? Like, don't people notice, like, oh, yeah, for sure. Go? Yeah, that's fair. Okay, yeah, then, yeah. I guess w- w- word has gotten out about this settlement. Right. Sure. I mean, it's been almost three months now. Right. We Have we established that, that the whole population is is dead set on moving into living in the ocean? Yeah, we kind of- could that be a- could that- could that be something that Phineas brings to the table? A suggestion? 
I think every, I mean, it was in the call. The call was uh, a home for all beneath the tides. Like everybody here knows which direction they're going. Um, but, but I think it would make sense if this oceanographer who has studied like ocean, like geography here is like, wait, there's a bunch of people who are like attempting to like move underwater. Yeah. I, I got to be there. That kind of, I guess that's kind of what I was thinking that was that yeah. he, you know, is coming to volunteer his services. All right. Let's, uh, I, I think this is going to take a while, yes? Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, we haven't established levels of technology or anything, but I would have to think that that uh, they don't, I mean, he's going to have to snorkel to do Yeah, it. I know. Like, we, right. we, I, I don't know what kind of tech he's using. I think for, just to keep things consistent, like, I don't, I don't think he has a bathysphere. I don't think he has a thing to actually get down low. Maybe it's some sort of weird sounding tech where he just, you know, right. they used to just drop a rope off the boat and see, like, how deep it went. Uh, because well, if he if he has like super if he has a submarine then a lot of the projects on the board right now are fucking meaningless. No, I don't think I don't. Yeah, but th- there's a method. I'll 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 think about it. I'll come okay. up with, with something. But how but how, I, how I think long? it's going to take a while. I mean, he's got all that area. It can go um, up to six weeks. Well, okay. To be realistic, four or five. I um probably five. I think. What's he trying to do? He's map out map, the ocean. Map, map out the, the ocean. Just that, That's that, good. That we pl- haven't done that all in uh, all of human history, but he should be able to bang it out in a month. <laughs> well, no, I never intended him for to do the entire ocean, but the area off the shore would seem to be make the most sense without going too far afield, at least to start the community. Okay. Yeah, because sure. you're going to have to get materials there. Everybody's going to have to get there. So yeah, he doesn't want to go too far. Just to keep building on things, though, I think also if he is checking out the calm patch of of ocean just to see what the that's fuck where is I up think there, would, that's okay. That that would be his starting point. Yeah, I cool. love that idea. Uh, cool. Uh, then that's it for your turn. Juice. Uh, yes, sir. We are ready. Okay. Oh boy. There's a large body of water on the map. Where is it? What does it look like? You know, in lots of games, this wouldn't be that big of a question, but I think with this map. Eat you know, shit. Who, fuck, who knows? <laughs> Before the next session, I'm going to switch these two fucking panels so Justin will stop complaining about it. Or there's a giant man-made structure on the map. Where is it? Why is it abandoned? And this is definitely new. I, yeah, this is. We new. haven't done this. No, we haven't done. Yeah, this I swear to God, I thought we did. I mean, no, neither well, one. Why, what, why the river? Because that was that was so, one of the ty- the topographical features that you added to the map okay, at the very beginning. I see. All right, I see. Okay, a giant. I think it's gonna need. I feel like we're pretty well covered with bodies of yeah, water. We have a I lot. can't introduce another one of those. Uh, there's a giant man-made structure on the map. Um, just so I have an idea, when I'm looking at the land that we're sort of cataloging here, uh-huh. what? How big are you guys envisioning this area that we are uh, sort of cataloging? Our scale is beyond fucked. So I'm trying yeah, to get an idea. I would say maybe like from you know the beach into the water like maybe a half mile so that from the beach to the lake Hmm. may i suggest you make that a little bigger yeah like two square miles two square miles here's here's the only the only reason i say that is because and and again i know it's not to scale but if you think about building a great big shipyard and building all these buildings for people to be housed in that would be a lot to take up uh yeah that's fair okay and we are in Hominine? No, we. Oh, oh, yeah. Technically, we yeah. are. Although we are so far from the capital city that it is not. Um, we are not under the watchful eye of like 
benevolence and the you know whoever rules that kingdom uh this is this is this is so far away in fact that like y'all haven't heard anything from them yet because it would take them a while to get here what is it when you have a uh a little a country in a different country has a little building Em, uh, embassy embassy yeah what about like an einar embassy in hominine we're like because we're so close to the border there of the einar plateau there had to be some collaboration between the two yeah and i feel like we've abandoned that idea now so there's this embassy that was operating in hominine that hominine yeah hominine Hominine. you say it different ways depending on where you're from yeah potato right (laughs) like hurricane Uh, um and it's an einar embassy in hominine can it be like a lift like it's some sort of do you know what I mean? Like if it's a if it's a bridge between the Einar and Hominine. Oh, because Einar's a plateau. Einar is like way up there. So like there yeah, would have to I be. I love that idea. It's like when you come down, it's like a um almost like kind of an outpost of Einar where people like are and there's like a flow of people and people in this area were like uh using this as a way to get back and forth between the two, but we don't need this any okay. like the the time for this and it's a feat. Uh, of uh, I- engineering. People just call it uh, the crystal ascendance. Ooh. And we don't need Ooh. it anymore. Ooh. Okay. But we have, they, there's tons of like uh, really old engineering that went into it from a time uh, we, d- we don't even have those skills anymore. No one quite knows how it works. Okay. I think probably I would draw it somewhere close to the edge of the map that we haven't really said where Einar is in relation to this, but. Yeah. Kind of in there. And I'll make kind of a beautiful representation. Yeah. Boy, I can't wait. Uh, okay. I want to start counting down the clocks because we have a lot of them now. Uh, world clocks at four. Uh, Travis, the pond expedition. Yes. Uh, the hominine magic folk were going to figure out the magic properties of that water. Uh, so what they find in this water is a species of fish uh, that, as far as they can tell, is is new, is undocumented. And they're fairly small, about the size of like a half dollar. But their life cycles, like from ba- like from egg to fully grown is rapid, like 48 hours. Okay. Um, and uh, they seem um, to be like rampant in this pond. Uh, and from the study, it's, okay, oh boy, Justin. <laughs> no, it's oh not boy. a penis yet. Okay. <laughs> let him fin- let finish. Okay. Um, and <laughs> they, uh, they collect some of them into like a glass container to study. And within 48 hours, they've uh, comfortably, but like filled the vessel. Okay. Because of breeding or because of growing? Because of breeding. Yeah. So like it is a fishy, uh, uh, like, what's the word I'm looking for? When you like farm, it's sustainable, like sustainable fish. Okay. Can you come up with a name for those fish? Um. I yeah, mean, it, it they, sounds based on what I think, what need I believe you're trying to fill with them. You may as well just call them munchers or snackums or yum pops. Uh, they're or, called. They're called uh, tasty uh, boys. Munchos. Um, muncho, no, no. Uh, they're they're. Uh, I wanted to call them speed daters, but that's not it. Um, we'll come back to that. Okay. Uh, I've counted down all the other clocks, and uh, nothing else hit zero. So, uh, juice. Now you get to. Oh, they, call, f- they call them filler fish because they'll fill the space that they're fillers. In. Yeah, that's good. 
Uh, I'm going to add that then to the list of resources since it sounds like they are wildly abundant. Yep. Uh, Justin, now you get to actually take an action. I want to hold a discussion. Okay. Uh, remind me, what I know there's a formality. Uh, you, can, you can either start with a statement or you can start with a question. If you start okay. with a statement, start... it's the only thing you say during the thing. Okay. Wait, it, but if I start with a question, what? Then you get the last word in. What would you guys think if I said? <laughs> okay, here's the question. No, statement. If we dismantle the ascendance, these two lands will be cut off from each other. Are we ready to do that? These two lands have already been cut off from each other. They're chopped to the top off of that plateau, and we need yep. those resources. Are there people still up there? Uh, to answer the outside of the conversation, I think the Einar that like, maybe a few Einar have showed up to camp, but they weren't there. Everybody who was on top of that plateau got, got spirited away. There were some Einar, you know, out and about doing other shit, you know, out on supply runs or trade missions or whatever. Uh, they are the only ones who, who not survived, right? Cause you got ghosts coming back and whatever, but they're the only ones who are still in their bodies or whatever. Is this a point where I could ask you, Griffin, for a clarification in something? Uh, can we finish the discussion first, or is it sort it, of... It's kind of connected. Okay. That's fine. Um, in what order did things happen? Did the... So the, the top of the plateau vanished. Right. And we do not know what caused it. Correct? Uh, just that there were some sort of zealot, like, I, uh, this fanatics sad. about uh, who you know, were so close to the vestiges that they wanted to, they thought in order to evade the destruction of this world, let's just take our people to a completely different world. Um, Okay. Did that cause, but we don't know if that caused the vanishing or. Oh, it did. Yeah. That's absolutely what caused the vanishing. Okay. That's fine. I was just wondering about that because yes, it's gone, right? There aren't any mortals up there. Yeah. But does that mean there are no, materials or ores or items up there i think that that is a good statement to make yeah and that we have no idea of knowing um the engineering used in this structure is unlike anything we have seen in the modern age and we should be studying this not dismantling it i think that we need to take more time before we take it apart because it's there's no going back We have an aura frame here at our house, and we primarily use it to show pictures of our kids and the fun stuff that we do. And my favorite thing about it is that it's so easy to upload pictures on that as soon as we get home from doing something fun, we just immediately put the pictures up there so we don't forget to do it. You know, because I, I've tried, we try to do picture frames and stuff in the past, and then we never remember to put them on. But with Aura, it's so easy to load it up that it has become kind of a, a digital scrapbook more than anything else. So if you have been looking to get the pictures that are trapped in your phone, 
and set them free in a way that other people can see them, might I recommend Aura Frames. They're stylish, they're easy to use, you're gonna love it. And it was named the number one digital picture frame by Wirecutter, and for a good reason. It's so easy to set up, and they have different frame options, all kinds. And the best part is it comes with unlimited storage. So. Right now, you can save on the perfect gift that keeps on giving by visiting AuraFrames.com. For a limited time, listeners can get $20 off their best-selling frames with code ADVENTURE. That's A-U-R-A, frames.com, promo code ADVENTURE. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it's me, the internet's Travis McRoy. Yes, that's right, powerful influencer, Travis McRoy. You know, people are always asking me, Travis, how did you become such a powerful influencer in the world. Well, I'll let you in on my secret. It's Squarespace. Yes, that's right, Squarespace, the all-in-one platform for building your brand and growing your business online. You can stand out with a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything, your products, content you create, or even your time. What, what influencer doesn't do that? I ask you, I'll wait, that's right, none of them. They all do that, and you can do it with Squarespace. Okay, here's uh, just as an aside, you can also use Squarespace even if you're uh, not an influencer, um, and even if the idea of being an influencer uh, makes you throw up a little bit in your mouth, don't worry, Squarespace is still useful. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. Start with the best-in-class website template and customize every design detail with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. With Squarespace scheduling, clients can quickly view your availability and book their own reservations, appointments, or classes, and you can sell products on an online store. Whether you sell physical or digital products, Squarespace has the tools for you. So go to squarespace.com adventure for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, use offer code ADVENTURE to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Chicago. We're coming to you. We're coming for you. We're coming at you. And we're also coming to C2E2. And we're doing live shows. All a bunch of stuff in April. April 24th, we're going to be doing My Brother, My Brother and Me, which is nearly sold out. And Taz, which is selling out fast. So do not wait. April 25th is Taz. April 24th is My Brother, My Brother and Me. April 26th through the 28th, we're doing C2E2. Schedule to be announced. You can get your C2E2 badges now, but you do not need a badge to attend the live shows. Tickets for those shows are on sale at bit.ly slash Tours. All the information's there. Go check it out. Also, we've got a newsletter in case you've been wondering what's the best way to keep up with our new tour dates and announcements and stuff like that, go to bit.ly slash newsletter. And of course, check out all the merch over at macroymerch.com. A lot of great stuff. Fungalore sticker pack, um, naming of the year poster. Uh, we've got the little sailor man pin and 10% of all proceeds this month go to the Foundation for Black Women's Wellness. So go check it out, macroymerch.com. And now back to the show. Uh, I believe this is the final card for spring, uh, which is the six of spring. Are there children in the community? If there are, what is their role in the community? Or how old are the eldest members of the community? What special needs do they have? Hmm. Mm. Uh, I mean, there are, I think there's both, right? I know I'll just answer one of the questions, but I, I, am, I wager there were when the call went out, like people brought their families to this. If it's the arc, you know, that they're going to escape apocalypse mm-hmm. and they're not going to leave their kids behind. 
Um, I don't know, Griffin. Kids can get pretty tiresome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Great point. I'll say there are children in the community, and their role in the community is... I think they... Ooh, you know what I bet they do? I What's bet that? they... Frolic? Uh, they mm. frolic, yeah. They definitely frolic and scamper. Uh, for sure, for sure. Do they play tiddlywinks and push a hoop with a stick? Uh, I think they the kids mostly hang out in the tide pools. Uh, and I think that the the role they serve is like in wanting to be helpful and wanting to like contribute in some way. Like they are collecting salt, like they're picking up sea glass on the beach, like uh, helping out in that way. I don't think the kids would just like sit back while everybody else is trying to uh, do the work required to avert the apocalypse or escape the apocalypse. Yeah. So I think the kids are like, I think they kick it up in the tide pools mostly. Uh, maybe like, you know, uh, domesticating some of the weird, m- you know, mutant magic fish creatures, the little microorganisms and what have you uh, of the tide pools. But yeah, I think that that's, I think we haven't really assigned that area any kind of purpose or, or anything. So I think, I don't know why I drew a square. Uh, well, in this world, children are squares. <laughs> It's our magical world. We can do whatever we want. I'm going to draw a baby. Oh, That's his belly button. <laughs> That's a big baby. He's big baby. This, and he, wear, he, does, he wear a diaper. Is that a baby, baby that represents many babies? Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a soggy one right yeah, there. Yeah, that's a full diaper. That's a full load. All right. Yeah, that's a huge baby, huh? It we love that. It represents many babies. That's good. Uh, okay, we're going to count on some clocks. We got a lot of stuff that's about to finish up. World clock drops to three. Uh, shipyard is at one. That's very exciting. Uh, bathosphere is at zero. What happens with the bathosphere, Travis? Uh, so the uh, charismatic young woman and her uh, compatriots finish the repairs and then present it to the council, thinking that they will be uh, heroes. They will be lauded. And while uh, the, the bathosphere being completed is a boon, and the council is glad that that happened... The fact that it happened uh, at the cost of the shipyard and without specific approval, uh, they are uh, punished. Oh, no. Uh, they are, uh, they are, their sentence is like community service where they have to clean up uh, or sort through trash that has spewed from the trash hole. <laughs> okay. I like that. You want to yeah. draw? Uh... Yeah. I don't know what that looks like. While you draw that, that's great, though. We all did kind of forget that there is a trash hole there. I never forgot, Griffin. I didn't forget. Uh, The, uh, probably, I I think it was probably a sort of uh, coming from multiple kingdoms and like multiple sort of areas of, of scientific and engineering expertise were, you know, sort of banging their heads against how to talk to these spirits. That had come back. That was the other project that finished. Uh, and no one can like give them a voice. No one can figure out how to like converse with them using voices. Uh, but because the spirits are able to move things, is like the only evidence we've gotten of them so far. Like fully kind of stranger things, like there is a physical, almost like an abacus um, that 
they can they can maneuver so that we can talk to them. Maybe it's not an abacus. Maybe it's a um Ooh, okay, I got it. I got it. It's it's armor that started to use like sign language. Uh, like a, a language that people in this world are are familiar with, like one one or maybe multiple spirits or whatever is able to move this this gauntlet to uh, to you know have a conversation with whoever is speaking to it, um, and folks are able to basically confirm what the other Einar living here assumed happened with the uh, with the Einar plateau. Oh, um, you know what, Griffin? Can I say one more thing about the bathosphere? Yeah. Now that it is complete and the people know about it, I motion that it should speed up Phineas Call's project by a week because now there is a usable way to go under the water. Motion granted. We'll bump that up to two. Okay. Uh, whose turn was it? Oh, it was my turn. Uh, right? Discover yep. something new. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to discover something new. Uh, love it's love no it's going to be a respect it's going to be respect in the tide pools there was a baby who got away from whoever was watching it and started to crawl toward the water and it was stopped by a creature that nobody had ever really seen before that was kind of a horseshoe crab terrier that Ooh. sort of stopped stopped this this baby uh and then was very protective of this baby and people find a few more of them maybe they find a nest or whatever uh and these horseshoe crab terriers become sort of uh beloved beloved uh friends of the of the children here um i should have maybe known how to draw a horseshoe crab before i started to say all that shit um, it's too late now. We can't edit. Yeah, that's true. Uh, and we're going to move on. I think I messed up the order last time, but let's just stick with it, uh, Travis. Okay. Uh, I believe we're into summer now. Yeah, let's see. Yep, no more cards. So we're going to hide spring and bring out the bad boys of summer. summer. Let me give them a good shuffle, shuffle, shuffle. Okay. And the first card of summer. Now, summer gets a little bit, every season gets a little bit more harsh uh moving forward so let's see what summer's got in store for us uh summer is a time the three of summer uh summer is a time for production and uh tending to the earth start a project related to food production or summer is a time for conquest and the gathering of might start a project related to military radiation and conquest. So uh, with the fish that were brought back, I'm going to do the first one, time for production. With the fish that were brought back uh, to study, they set up uh, like a fishery, like fish farm, uh, wooden pool. So that's what they're setting up to build. Basically okay. fish farms uh, to manufacture these uh, filler fish uh, as a food source because they reproduce so very quickly and they're so sustainable that we think we could use them as a food source under the water. Okay. Uh, so I guess start a project probably by those springs. Well, so they were able to transport back uh, the container full of them. And so oh, they're attempting to Jesus. build like boxes of them down here. Are you going to get us into some triple shit? I mean, it's up to you. You're the DM, buddy. I was curious what a 
project related to military readiness and conquest would look like in our <laughs> I, I weird, I weaponless sort of diarrhea hole. What do you guys think a, about rocks tied to sticks? It would be some. We would be on an Ewok sort of level. Sure, I came up with there. Hey, it worked out all right for the Ewoks. Yeah, it worked sure, out. They them. Ewoks. Uh, no gray. Mo- most of them were killed. Yeah, but oh, they were. There was already. Georgie too many didn't of them. have the guts to show it, but <laughs> there were mass mass burials after. Um, there. So, uh, the fisheries, I think, isn't going to take that long. Really, it's just like making sure there's sustainable beds. I'm going to say two weeks. Uh, so our, <laughs> sorry, our society that's about to relocate into the sea is working on fisheries. Well, so these are sustainable freshwater fish. Yeah, that we that we could. I mean, that's about to be in sure fucking supply. <laughs> I will say that's why they have to fucking study it, dog. I would say I would say Trav, I would say this is going to take a lot longer to create a sustainable food okay. source yeah, that can survive food source, underwater is more. I'm than going two to weeks. say uh, you when we're in the. Sorry, uh, I'm calling for a discussion amongst the elders. When we're in the ocean, we will literally be able to stick our head out a window no. and grab lunch. Oh no, that's no, all no. poison. That's all poisoned. That's all poisoned. The we fish are poisoned, that. dog. And hey, <sighs> it's not your turn to start a discussion, friendo. Ooh. I, there's, but you know how Reggie be. I do know how, <laughs> Reggie. how Reggie gets. I know how Reggie the Einar is. <laughs> uh, so uh, how long? I'm, I'm, I'm going to say, uh, you know what? Let's say five weeks to make it like sustainable. At what rate can yeah. we replenish? How do we like make? Sh- what, what do they eat? How much water do we need to feed enough people? All that stuff. Like basically figuring out the sustainable farming nature of of these fish is going to take five weeks. Okay. I'll give you five. Uh, and all the other clocks count down. Let me do that real quick. World clock is at one. Uh, the expedition clock is at one. And the uh, shipyard clock is finished. Justin, what happens with the uh, shipyard when it gets finished? Uh, it is incredible to behold, but in sort of a sad way, because we know that it's the last sort of structure of this sort that we'll ever build on land, at least for the foreseeable future. Um, but it is uh, the last great hope of our society and the birthplace of a new one. So people take to calling it the cradle. Uh, not So that is where uh, our last hope will uh, take root. That's good. I like that. That's good stuff. Uh, okay. Uh, I, don't, I think that's the only project clock that just finished. So Travis, take an well, action. Did we not knock an extra? I did. I, I we thought... yeah. We I knocked an extra week off the uh, expedition. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, I am going to start a project now that the bathosphere is fixed. There are enterprising minds who, looking at the bathosphere and looking at the crystal ascendance are like, can we design, can we combine these two ideas and design a system that rather than raising us up to a plateau could safely lower us down in a bathosphere-like elevator up and down? That's like a thing we haven't talked about. We've talked about like food and water and air underwater, but like there's going to be a lot of people <laughs> to get down uh, yeah. once you know the migration begins. And this so is not building work? it. This is just like we're going to look at these two structures and attempt to figure out a design that we could like build something like it. And I'm going to say this is a huge project and it's six weeks. Okay. 
Could you restate the project, Trav? Yes. Uh, Delmer engineers are going to be blue sky engineering uh, a potential design for a safe way to transport people to the bottom of the ocean using what is established in the crystal ascendance and the bathysphere. Okay, I've moved the bathysphere over to the crystal ascendance since that's sort of okay. what that is and put a six by it. Okay, uh, that is it for your turn. And we are on to Justin, I believe, or Dad. Dad, okay. there's your card. Four of Summer. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> the oldest among you dies. Uh-oh. That's funny. What caused the death? Or, number four, the eldest among you is very sick. Wait a minute. What? This is, okay. Caring for them and searching for a cure requires the help of the entire community. Do not reduce Project Dice this week. Hmm. Take one for the okay. team, Dad. Beef it. Take one for the team. We get, uh, The big wheel keeps turning. Beef it, Daddy. The I like that they go ahead and include in, in this card, the eldest amongst you dies, what caused the death. Like, uh, it was a parasailing accident. I don't know, he's wicked old. <laughs> um, the eldest uh, among us has died. Um, he was assisting Phineas Call. He was kind of the, uh, they've been using the bathysphere, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, you got to have a way to lower the bathysphere. Uh, so um, he had a, a very large, and not like a raft or anything, but a, a, a craft, a, a, like a boat that uh, would lower the bathysphere and then draw it back up. And um, there was an accident, and uh, this uh, this old man, who we're going to call mint clackleroy um <laughs> fell f- fell off it was killed by uh blink sharks oh man in the course of the of this investigation you just set up a fucking final destination like they were lowering the cable with the bathysphere down into the water on a rickety ship and the storm was rocking and rolling and then a shark blinked up and ate him <laughs> it's like oh, well because of the bad weather he he fell off that platform and the blink shark showed up out of nowhere as they do by definition, sure, and killed poor Mint. Okay, well, rip. I guess blink sharks are still uh, still real real jerks. Uh, okay, do you want to draw that? <laughs> do you want to draw your own dead shark eaten body somewhere on the map? Yes, I do. Okay, I just to give this kind of ramifications, Dad. <laughs> I imagine that is a man who has been bifurcated, it seems. Uh, Bit and a half. Right. That's yep. a shame. Uh, I th- I think maybe then uh, the clock does not go down on uh, on the expedition this week then. But it still goes down on the other ones. I think on the other ones, yeah, those clocks still go down, but it, I don't okay. think we would That's reduce fine. it. If you, if, you know, we got to have some sort of consequences for it. Uh, okay. okay. So the tower goes down to... Five. The fishery goes to four. Uh, that clock doesn't go down. The world clock drops to zero. Uh, this time, it's a pizza party. Uh, actually, I'll, I will handle that after Dad takes his action. That's kind of how I did it last time. Oh, you know what? I'll go ahead and do it now, so that in case you want to do something related to it. Um, so, whoever your your folks are in this this uh, 
this this little enclave who live closer to the outskirts of town, uh, they intercept a convoy of wagons that are these huge, basically tanks, um, and they are manned by armored warriors. Uh, and they're on the march from the north. And at first, you you know, there are folks who worry like, uh-oh, Hominine's here, and they don't like that we're doing this. Uh, but then a uh, an emissary comes out from that convoy and explains that they are the last expedition of the Delmer. Uh, and they are there because they heard about what it is we're doing down here uh, and heard that we were sort of developing specifically like self-sustaining techniques uh, that they are very interested in because after this convoy gets back to the 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 sort of mountains of the Delmer Wilds, they are going to uh, seal themselves up in the subterranean city they have built into the heart of those mountains, and nobody's ever leaving again. That is how they are going to survive this this you know this apocalypse as they are moving their Acropolis from on top of the mountain to within the mountain, and then they're just going to seal the whole thing up. So this will be sort of their last time to 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 trade with them, uh, but they are only going to stay here for one month before they return. So this is our last sort of chance to deal with the Delmer. That is what Make happens. Make a deal with the Delmer. And I'm, so all the Delmer are going to live in the Skull? No, 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 no. That's not here. Not on this beach. All the Delmer are going back to the world map... Uh, we are down. We are all the way down here. We're on the other side of the continent. And this convoy has come all the way down through Hominine to our build site to trade with us. And then they are going back up to the Delmer Wilds and they're going to seal themselves into the mountain. Aren't there people among us who are from the Delmer? Sure. Yeah. So they being forced to go back? No. I mean, they're not here to, they are not here to say, hey, other Delmer, you better come back with us. They are here to say, like, we are about to move inside of a mountain and it would maybe benefit both of us since we are all doing our own sort of sustainable escape thing to like share information and trade for whatever resources we need. Okay. That is what's happening. Okay. So when you said, I, I thought the same thing, Jason, you said all the Delmer. No, 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 were no. Going to yeah, go no. The people who okay. moved here of their own, I don't think the Delmer fuck like that. I feel like the hominine probably do. Uh, I think there's probably a sort of sense of um, nationalism maybe that goes along with that. But I think the Delmer are like, yeah, you, you go ahead and go live in the ocean. That'll leave more resources for us, you know, very sane folks who are going to move into the mountain. Right. Uh, these are the things that are, the, the, I just shared the resources with you again. Okay. Now, dad, now that that's out of the way, uh, what is your action? You can start a project, discover something or hold a discussion. I'm going to, um, start a project. Okay. I think a, coalition of magic users from hominine uh naturalists from einar plateau and technologists from delmer wilds are going to work together to try and create something that can house all the ghosts from the einar plateau okay when you say house, is there any? I mean, like provide like some kind of um, construct. Oh, oh, okay. to put the souls in. Cool, cool, cool. All right, I dig it. Yeah, I think that work is. Uh, we can talk about how long that takes, but I think that some of that has already been done with the right. like how to, how are we talking with these things exactly? And and I come, I'm just kind of trying to play off of that. Okay, um, of all these. 
unhappy souls. I because I have to assume that when the Einar Plateau was wiped out, not everybody was on board. Yeah, with I mean, that's what these, that's what these souls are. These spirits that come back are the ones who. Uh, you know, without their consent, got spirited away to this realm where they no longer had physical form and said, fuck that. And like their so, their disdain for that was so strong that they are able to, you know, pierce the veil back into our world. They just have so th- nothing to do. So this coalition is going to try to build automatons or golems or, or whatever it's going to be. Okay. That would provide bodies for these, these wrongly destroyed people to be in uh how long do you think this takes well i hadn't really thought that far ahead that's why it's a coalition a coalition of magic users naturalists and technicians so i think that i'm gonna need six weeks for this okay so that is uh the end of dad's turn justin yes flip that card to this you discover wait Yes, Dad, do you need, need to, draw, to draw something? You do need to draw something. I added a six near the sort of discussion with the ghosts thing, but you need to draw a, uh, you know, something to represent. And like, Dad's building ghost prisons. Well, he's building ghost, body, ghost not bodies. Prisons. Okay. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. Sort of elaborating on the their ability to do sign language with Gollum. Right. Right. Yeah, maybe. Okay. Tenth of summer, you discover a cache of supplies or resources, add a new abundance, or a scarcity has gone unaddressed for too long start a project that will alleviate that scarcity i like that there's i've I've shared you the setup notes that you can you should be able to see for those of you at home right now Uh, listed under scarcity culture food shelter unity defense weapons and codite and culture was what i think justin added to the list at the beginning of like works of art and you know artifacts that you know may want to go down below i am going to set up uh okay i want to work on unity and the way i want to do it is i am going to set up a um a school Mm. for children they're just playing in tide pools all day (laughs) uh and i think that there's no reason the uh, me and the other educators feel like there's no reason that we should spend a year with their brains idling. And we need to start to develop a common language and a common culture and a way that we can all sort of communicate after being drawn together like this. So I want to create, yeah, I want to create um, an institute to educate our children uh, in a very sort of like one room schoolhouse, you know, uh, scrappy sort of way. Yeah. But a, an education for our our children uh, to help to bring us together as as a people. You know, they're just going to bring their horseshoe dogs into class, though, cause a big oh, yeah. fucking mess. Very, I mean, they can tr- they can try, but that's going to be one of our top rules. <laughs> you got cubbies to put your horseshoe. There's dogs no, in. there's no. Yeah. Uh, during lunchtime, you can trade horseshoe dogs with your friend. Right. And you go to collect all the horseshoe dogs, uh, but uh, that's not an. It's not during class. Okay, so draw a. Uh, kick-ass school kick-ass school and then how long is this going to take um i think it's going to take keep it keep in mind that at this point we don't really have in abundance any kind of building material so it's not it's not going to be a building it's like very open air sort of like okay um it's mainly about like the the educational purposes and i feel like survival is going to be a top 
priority. Like we're 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 raising a generation that's going to have to fight for every scrap it gets. Okay. Um, and I feel like that that's going to be important for educating kids because honestly, like these are the kids that are going to be like that that could be shaping the world that we end up like playing in. Yeah, for sure. Uh, down the road. So someone's drawing. Dad has a been working robot. on a robot body for the last well since his turn ended. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna make a school. Dad, okay. it looks great. Don't listen. How, to and it does. It looks fucking awesome. I get why you're redrawing it. Uh, how long, Juice? Do you think this is gonna take? Probably three weeks. Oh wow! So this is going to be fairly ramshackle. As uh, hey, listen, bud. The West Virginia came up with like COVID protocols in a quicker time <laughs> than true. that. Yeah, like we have precedents. Uh, I'm going to leave this three next to the children uh, until you have played plopped the school down somewhere. Unless I'm not seeing it, and you've already started drawing. No, I want to put the school right here. Okay, uh, I'm going to start going down clocks then. World clock's at three. Uh, the tower clock is at four. The robot clock is at five. The fishery clock is at three. There's a lot of clocks. And finally, there were probably some people who thought this day would never come. The expedition has completed. And... Uh, now, Dad, that, did you give the robot little nipples? <laughs> those are lights, I think. Well, it's not canon. Well, they're not. They're, they're not, not cannons. They're not. They don't they're shoot not laser cannon nipples. They might. Be. <laughs> uh, okay, Dad. This is this is this is kind of a, probably a big one for uh, map map making purposes. What does Phineas and his intrepid crew of sort of primitive ocean floor explorers? What do they discover? That the um, the place with the calm sea is would be a great place to start. The water is um, more heavily oxygenated for some reason in that general area. Hmm. There's also much less concentration of the uh, prestige salts. So they, they really kind of have staked out that the that area right there would be a good place to start, where at least maybe they, whatever their preliminary efforts are in building a community underwater, at, at least maybe it'll be a little easier there yeah. and they can work out some of the kinks. So, um, so that, and, that, that just to sort of condense down what you're saying, this patch of calm sea maybe isn't the best place to build the city, but we can set up a ship there or a, you know, a flotilla of construction ships there and they will be safe and it will make construction of that city like possible. And and not only that, but it would be like a staging area. Okay. Right. But you've also got this gigantic spiral staircase. Yeah. Does, right next to it. Do they do, like, do they go deep enough to figure out what that is? Uh, I don't know if they figured out what it is. Yeah. But it's obviously something that is constructed and man-made. It's not something that just grew in a spiral out of nature. Okay. But also has a number of workable materials to use yeah okay and see that i feel weird about this because the the spiral staircase was justin's no i mean it's, it's that's the nature of the game is we're going to build on yeah. each other's things so basically what you were saying is that these two weird anomalies that have been here since the start are essentially a good good grounds for a like construction site not this not the city itself but a a launch pad to actually get this stuff done but maybe even a temporary community 
that will, like I said, would be a staging area to to build. I like that. Yeah, no, for sure. I think that that is a lot cleaner than we live on the land. We take our boats out to sea. We go down underwater with our hammers and nails for a little bit and then, you know, come on back for a nice camp campfire party by the trash geyser before I go back to bed. Like that doesn't seem as feasible as here's the construction site and now there's people who live there and we just don't really see those people as much anymore that's what i was thinking okay uh and do i need to draw anything um i don't think so unless you want to draw some sort of (laughs) okay i know what i can draw okay i was gonna say you could also just move the logo down to the down to down to here how do i do that Uh, i can do it do they hang out there? Does does uh, does Phineas and his like crew of ocean explorers? Do they kind of post up like in that area now that they? I, I imagine exploring- I think there'll be site preparation. Yeah, yeah, okay. and it's not just him. I I think that he was so impressed with the the uh, the the young woman and her crew. Yeah, and he needed help after Mint got eaten. Right, and also could probably use some you know, protection. Okay, that he kind of made them his his team rad okay that's good um justin now i think you get to take an action i don't like it when my card makes me take an action and then i have to take another action right after that well then you could discover something fairly benign you know what i mean like it doesn't always have to be you know some some i uh, took a contempt in case anyone was wondering oh why do i have to tell you i I guess not I'm not wild about these ruffians who stole from the shipyard getting to help build the new the new place. Oh, I don't yeah. trust them. Fair, fair. In the morning, um we wake in the shit house to find several beds empty. Uh and there's a note from a group calling themselves the Vanguard that says that they have gone ahead and they will be the first to go under. Whoa. They haven't waited for everybody else to be ready. They haven't waited for a ship. As far as we know, we don't know how they're doing it. All we know is that they are gone, and they say that they will be, uh, they basically want to be the first to set up uh, a life under the sea. They want to beat everybody else to the punch, and they think that they've got a way to do it. Do they take anything? They've uh, looted. I mean, from the from the shipyard, there there's small things. It's not enough to impede work because work has not begun in the shipyard. Something we should probably remind me before doing. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, they've I looted it was some the supplies. Cradle. Didn't you name it? Yeah, the cradle. They've looted supplies from the cradle. Um, they've they've uh, taken some of the like food stocks, um, and the bathysphere is missing. Oh. Well, that's going to make uh, this project. Well, they already uh, have the designs. There, I, it should be noted, by the way, it seems to be a, a, a large cross section of the community. Okay, um, and there is a, not a consensus on whether or not these people will live to see. Right? Fall. Sure, fucking of course. Uh, so that it, that is a question. Um, is it? I, I'm sort of curious about this cross section of people, like where they came from. The only thing we know about, uh, like subgroups of this community, are the political leaders, the children up here, and then the gatherers with the cool haircuts uh, are sort of like well, king king shit. 
Um, what we find out is that it's mainly gatherers. They feel like they've been doing the work okay. uh, to to ready us, and they feel like they uh, and maybe they've been pocketing some some uh, haven't been bringing all of yeah. their discoveries to the community, and they decide that they're going to be the first to uh, first to set up and basically establish it's like a land you know, rush. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. And I'm going to move. They're, they're the Sooners of this. I'm going to move the cool collectors down here. I'm going to rotate him so he's like swimming into the water. Okay. Cool. I love that he's there swimming into the water. And meanwhile, dad's torn in half Samuel L. Jackson from Deep Blue Sea. Is, 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 uh, yeah. I hope he watches out for blink shots. Yeah, that's a good. Yeah, we don't know how they're going to solve for that. But good, good luck, everybody. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.